0: Hey, Career Girl Nation, this is episode 26 of the Deeper Than Work podcast. I'm your host, Dorianne St. Floor from yourcareergirl.com, and today's topic is all about four ways that you can improve your skill set without going broke, all right? So I know we're trying to hold on to those coins. We're not trying to go broke just because we want to get our education on. So I'm going to break down my four tips on how you can make sure you do that. So if you're ready to up-level your skills, if you're ready to, you know, learn more, get some education, and, you know, really do things to help you stand out in your career and in your field, then this episode's for you. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and you are learning a lot and you find this useful, please go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe for Deeper Than Work. Go on to iTunes and get that done. It really helps to spread the message and let more people know about Deeper Than Work. So go ahead and do that. And without further ado, let's jump into it. Welcome to Deeper Than Work, a podcast for high achieving and ambitious women ready to make more money, have more impact, and thrive at work and life. And now, here's your host, Dorianne Saint Fleur, HR expert, career coach, and breaker of glass ceilings. This episode is brought to you by the C-Suite. The C-Suite, also known as the Career Suite, is my free epic resource library. Now, I update it all the time and it is jam-packed with video tutorials, cheat sheets, checklists, just so many tools, so many resources to help you take your career to the next level. So if you're ready to enter the C-Suite, all you gotta do is head on over to the show notes for this episode. Enter your email and I will gladly send you the link and the password to enter. All right, so I'll talk to you soon. Hey there, it's Dorianne here. You are inside episode 26 of the Deeper Than Work podcast and we have a good Episode today, we're going to be talking about the different ways that you can gain more job skills, increase your skill set without putting yourself into a lot of debt. If you're listening to this in real time, it is January 4th, 2018, the start of a new year. And if you're like, you know, most people out there, you maybe you've set a resolution or a goal or whatever you've called it, you know, for this year, and you want to maybe get out of debt, you want to, you know, really improve your career. You want to build on your personal development, all of these things that you have, you know, you've set goals for. And so, I want to talk you through four ways that you can actually you know, do these things, accomplish personal development, increase your skills at work, and also not hurt the bank, not put yourself into a lot of debt um, by going through this process. So I'm going to talk through uh, the four ways to do that. Now, this question actually came about from a member of the Career Success Circle. and The Career Success, Cir- Success Circle is my free private Facebook group if you didn't know about it, now you know about it. Um, And this question comes from April. She's a member there and she wanted to know, like, how do we go about doing that? What's the process? And I just thought it was a really, really good question because I come into contact a lot with women who You know, they're feeling stuck. They feel like, you know, maybe they want to make a career switch or maybe they want to up level their career that they're currently in. They want a promotion. You know, whatever the reason is, they really just want to expand on their skill set, but they're not sure where to start. They don't know what to do. Where should they find go about finding the information to actually improve their skill set. And they're also not sure where these extra coins are coming from to do so. Not everyone can drop like, you know, $80,000 on an MBA or, you know, $5,000 on a certification course or something like that. So I thought it was a really, really good question. It's probably a question that has come, you know, you've come across before. Maybe you've thought about it. You wanted to do something different but you're just not sure what to do. And again, especially because of where we are right now, we're at the beginning of a new year, even no matter when you're listening to this, but you know, especially now as we think about what our goals are and what we're trying to achieve, I think it's really top of mind for people right now to think about, well, how can I continue to better myself and improve upon my skills without breaking the bank? So I want to talk through the four ways. Now, in my own career, before I jump into the four ways, in my own career, you know, I've talked in past episodes, I've talked about my career journey, I talked about moving from operations to HR, I've talked about switching from finance to technology, and, you know, I I have gone through certification programs myself. Um, so I'm speaking from experience. The ways that I'm going to show you, I'm really speaking from experience and really helping you understand really what you can do, um, some things that are free and then some things that are inexpensive. So I really want you to you know, understand that this is coming from a place of experience, things that I've done, things that I've coached my clients um, through as well to really help you build on your skill set without breaking the bank. So The first way, the first way that you can go about improving your skill set without breaking the bank is through job shadowing. So job shadowing is basically the idea of learning on the job. So actually learning from someone who is actually doing a job that you want to do or a job that you're currently doing, but they're doing it better. Or just basically there's something that you can learn from this person on the job. A job shadow is when you actually shadow them. When you actually work with them and train with them. And really you know, use them as a tool or a resource to help you better your skills. So you can go about a job shadow very informally doesn't have to be a whole formal process. You can basically just find someone at your job, or it doesn't even have to be at your job. You know, maybe you have a friend who works at another company, but who does some work that you want to go into, or that, you know, uh, work that you're doing, but they're doing a really good job, or they have a really, you know, exciting or creative way of doing it, and find them and you know, ask them if you can sit with them for a little bit. There are many companies that allow, you know, my company has a take your friend to work program. And there's, you know, nowadays, there's, there's programs like this all over. Or even if it's not during work hours, you can, you know, set up some time, you know, weekly or on the on the weekends or after work to kind of talk through their day and what they do and have them train you on different things. Like, This is a really good way for you to improve your skill set without having to pay for it, right? If this person is your friend or someone that's an acquaintance that you know through someone else or maybe someone you've met through an information interview, they're not going to charge you for their time. So this is a really good opportunity for you to learn on the job, hands-on, see what this other person is doing, what skills you can learn from them, and it is free of charge. So find someone. Think about what skills you want to learn if it's public speaking maybe you'll shadow someone as they're delivering a presentation if it's project management maybe you'll work closely with someone as they're doing a project or as you're doing a project you have them you know shadow you and talk through the the choices that you're making the process you're following what could be improved like there are really a good there are good ways to to partner with people who have an area of expertise that you're trying to build and have them help you work through that process. So job shadowing, I'm a huge fan of that. Every time I start a new role, you know, sometimes it's formally, it's a formal process and my manager will set it up and, you know, I have someone to work with or, you know, if someone joins my team, then we'll do it that way. But even if it's not set up formally, I always make it my business to make sure that I'm shadowing someone. I find someone, you know, who I'm going to talk to and I work with that person to ensure that I'm learning the skills that I need to learn to excel at my job. So I really spend time cultivating those relationships, seeing who has the areas of expertise. And you don't just have to be a newbie. It doesn't have to just be when you first start a role or first get to a team. If there is a skill that someone on your team or someone on another team or someone that you know has that you could benefit from learning, set up a job shadow and talk through them and talk to them. Let them know what your goals are are, you know, and come up with a schedule that works for the both of you for you to learn hands on, you know, on the job skills. The second way is good old fashioned reading. Read more. Again, look up the skills, research the skills that you need. Think about what areas you're trying to develop and where you're trying to have more impact and where you're trying to, you know, develop your skill set. Research those skills and then head on over to Google or Amazon and find books, you know, look at articles online, listen to podcasts, you know, that's not that's not reading, but you know, basically just absorbing information. In this day and age, We literally have information everywhere. There's not a topic that you cannot find some information about on the internet. So use it to your advantage. If there is a topic you really want to become an expert in, read up on it. Find out who the experts are. Follow their work, you know. Head on over to a talk that they're giving or just something for you to, to help you build on those skills. This also, you know, can be free. A lot of articles, a lot of books and things like that online you can find. And if it's not free, it's definitely inexpensive. I mean, a book, a an average book ranges from what? 15 to $20 um, if you go on Amazon, or you can rent the book at the library. Like There are really ways around having to spend money um, on, on information. So definitely look up the kinds of skill sets, the kinds of knowledge and the information that you want to learn about. Go to these tools that we use every day, right? You probably use Google to research other things. Use it to research skills. Use it to research experience. Um, education and knowledge that you want to learn about, right? There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to to do that. So look up articles online, find your favorite websites on the specific topic or industry that you're interested in learning more about. Speak to people that you know, you know, your friends or associates or coworkers about maybe books that they're reading or you know where they've learned things. And create a running list and just read. Make it your mission to read like two or three books a month on a specific topic. And if you do that for three months, six months straight, you will become an expert. You will understand and really have a deep understanding of whatever skill that you're trying to develop. So that's a really good way to increase your skills um, that's easy on the bank account. The third way is um, this idea of tuition reimbursement, which I love, and I've taken advantage of that uh, myself over the career um, through conferences or certification programs. But a lot of companies, and you need to find out your company's, your specific company's policy, but a lot of companies have some sort of tuition reimbursement. Now, it can range from giving, you know, a stipend, maybe a monthly or annual stipend of all the way from a couple hundred to maybe a few thousand dollars to put towards personal development and training. Or some companies reimburse, you know, um, a certain percentage of a training or something like that. Or they may pay for your entire education at, you know, the, a couple of the previous companies that I worked for, you could go and get a graduate degree, whether it be an MBA or a master's in something, even a PhD, actually. Um, you can go and get those degrees, and as long as you maintained a certain um, like GPA, and as long as you agree to stay at the company for a year or two years after you receive the, the degree, they would pay for the entire cost of the class so you literally you put the money up front and then you um, at the end of each semester you turn in your grades they you know as long as you were in good standing all was good they would cut you the check and reimburse you for the money that you put up so you know there are companies that do that this is not like a, a obscure benefit find out about what your company's policy is on tuition reimbursement and even if they don't have a policy or they haven't done it before, still ask, right? I've seen a lot of situations where uh, maybe we didn't have the specific, you know, type of. Reimbursement for the type of program that the employee wanted, but because they asked, they were able to get it. We were able to have a workaround. If you are a high-performing employee, your manager doesn't want to lose you, and you going and and building upon your skill set and learning how to do your job better and how to be more effective and you know building your personal skills is only going to benefit your team, your company, your department. They want you to be better. So if you can build the business. Case for why you know they they why that you should attend this conference and they should pay for it, or why you should you know go get this uh, certification, or why you should attend this training, why you should go to graduate school. If you can build the right business case for it and get it approved, then you've put together your own tuition reimbursement program that maybe your company doesn't necessarily have a standard process, but definitely, you know, do your research, look through your employee handbook or whatever, wherever you have the list of policies at your company, see what their take is on tuition reimbursement and ask around. Because again, just because it's not a formal policy doesn't mean that people haven't taken advantage of it in the past. So ask around and see what other people have done. Ask if anyone has gotten their master's and if the company has paid for it, even partially, because anything helps. Even if they only pay for book, right? Anything helps. And so anything that's going to alleviate some of the financial pressure from you is something that you should be looking into. And so you really should, you need to be creative and don't be afraid to ask. Again, people, you know, a lot of people, just because they don't see it broadcast, they might think, oh, okay, this isn't something that You know, I could actually have maybe this isn't something I would get, so I'm not even gonna go ask for it. But you'd be surprised, you know. I always say a closed mouth, don't get fed. So make sure that you get in fed, make sure you ask the questions. If you don't ask, then you'll never know. And the fourth way that you can increase your skills without losing all your coins is through DIY education, and this is my favorite right now. So I'm sure you've all heard of the many online schools out there, right? Whether it's Udemy or Skillshare or even um, I found one a few months ago, not even a few months ago at this point, I guess a couple years ago called just Masterclass, right? Masterclass. And basically the Masterclass is where celebrities are teaching you, you know, whatever their area of of expertises. So like Shonda Rhimes is teaching a class on writing, writing scripts, writing screenplays. And Usher is teaching on how to be a performer. Like literally celebrities are teaching and I'll put the link to, you know, all of the places that I've mentioned, Udemy, Skillshare, Masterclass. I'll put the link in the show notes, um, yourcareergirl.com slash blog slash episode 26. But a range of topics right so no matter what your what area you're trying to build your skill set in so art business you know design coding coding is so like just blow it has blown up right and Everyone is offering coding, and a lot of companies are looking for people who have coding skills. You know, straight up business skills. What, whatever, whatever the industry is or the the genre of skills that you're trying to build, there is an online course for it. Please know that. So these courses, they're very inexpensive. Some of them are free. Like they they do have free options, free courses. But some courses they range from nine dollars to you know maybe a hundred dollars, or maybe like one fifty. Or something like that. So while sometimes they're not free, they definitely aren't as expensive as a full-fledged, you know, school program that you would go to. So that's a great way for you to build up your skill set um, by just looking online at these online schools and seeing where you what 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 skills you can use, what classes interest you, and signing up for them. Also, this was something I found out uh, back in 2015, I think it was, and it blew my mind. But I'm not sure if you knew that there are over like 250 free online courses from Ivy League schools (laughs) like Harvard, Columbia, Brown, like the Ivy League schools that you're thinking of, they offer online courses for free. So I'm going to link to this program um, that I found. I found it on um, Medium, I think it was, Medium Free, Free Code Camp or something like that. I will definitely put the link to this in the show notes. But literally, think of any school, any Ivy League school that comes to your mind, Princeton, Harvard. You can literally take online courses from those schools. So you already know that the caliber of the classes are going to be great. You can put that on your resume, right? Harvard is on your resume, right? It's not a lie. You really did take a class there, Um, and it's free. So I think you should, you know, if you really want to check out what is out there, if you don't want to spend any money on the courses, then you definitely should give this or check this out because there really are classes ranging from so many topics um, that are from these reputable schools led by reputable professors who you, you know, really would benefit you to, to learn about and to learn from. They're all there. So I'll link there for you and you can look through it and see which courses resonate with you and which ones you want to take. Um, another, another part of this whole DIY education. So I f- um, found this website um, I think it was last year by this woman named Tiara Wilson. Um, she's like, she helps like online entrepreneurs or things like that. And she had this, um, this like link to what she called a DIY MBA. So a do it yourself MBA. And basically, she spent, I don't even know how long it probably would have taken her to put all this together, but she has a list of 18 free business courses that basically mirror the curriculum of an MBA program. So talking about classes about accounting, you know, and economics and just literally an MBA curriculum. She spent the time to piece together all of the different aspects of a curriculum, like high level, like HR management is in there, like so much information and it's all free. 18 free business courses pieced together to form an MBA curriculum, DIY MBA. I will link to it in the show notes completely blew my mind so you know I technically you know have completed my MBA because I've gone through the 18 free business courses and I really feel like I have a great base level understanding of the concepts that you know had if I wanted to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a degree don't know why I would but if I wanted to um I like I, 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 I all I have the same information that I could have that I would have had had I gone down that route so amazing resource um, that I will link to, but literally you know courses that if you thought about getting an MBA, if that's on your radar if you just want to kind of mix and match and take some of the courses and not really then this could be a great option for you to get the skill set because you know at in this in this day and age it's really no longer about. All of these degrees and all of these letters behind your name and all of the school that you went to, it's about experience. It's about who can actually do the job. So I will never knock education. Big fan of education, right? Go and get your degree, go and get your certifications, do what it is you need to do. But if you know, if if you if you have budget constraints, if you can't necessarily go and you know afford to get your MBA right now, or to pay for this program to get certified for something. There are ways. Information is at your fingertips, literally. There are ways for you to put together um, a curriculum for yourself to help you get the same exact knowledge, the same tools um, that you would have gotten had you paid for some education. Um, And and be able to use that to build your experience, to actually do the work um, that will help you, you know, move forward in your career. So definitely there are ways to do this and the last one that I just found out about like a few months ago I was working with one of my clients who is undergoing a career transition and she's moving into digital marketing she knew nothing about digital marketing before so she was really trying to get herself prepared to go on interview process and all of that and she found a program called co-op and basically it's in it's based in uh, New York City and the Bay Areas and it helps you get into the digital media world so it's really focused on students who've gone to state schools so in NYC it's the CUNY CUNY system City Universities of New York and in the Bay Area I don't even know what with maybe the UC schools, University of California schools, whatever the state schools are there. Um, But it really, it's for those students. So you, one of the criteria is that you've gone to one of those schools and it's a free program. It's like a semester long, you have a curriculum, you have a course, you have a guidance counselor. They help you with job placement, all of it. Like it's a really robust program and it is free and they really help you get into digital marketing, digital media, They really help you with your process. And, you know, it's free. Again, it's free. It's free. (laughs) So I'll link to that also in the show notes. I'm going to put all of these, this information, all of these links there for you. But my point is that there is definitely a way for you to piece together your own type of education and to build your own skill set. You don't, you no longer have to rely on, you know, a third party to. To to help you along in your educational process. You can be in control. You can figure out which classes make sense for you to take, which certifications you need versus not needing, where you can find your education. Do you want to sit down in a classroom? Do you want to do it online? How do you want this to go? And with all of the tools that are available to you now, you can put together your own Path. You can put together your own educational path. So those are my four ways to build up your skill set without breaking the bank. Just to recap really quickly, number one is to job shadow. Number two is to read and just, you know, absorb as much information as possible. Uh, Number three is finding out about tuition reimbursement. And number four is your good old-fashioned DIY education. So go through the show notes, yourcareergirl.com/blog/episode26, and you'll find all of the links that I mentioned. Start clicking around, see what works for you, see what doesn't work for you, and you will, you know, be on the path to really up leveling your career. If in 2016, you know, your goal is to take it up a notch, take it to the next level. You want to build up your resume. You want to have, you know, some things to speak about when you're going on these interviews. Maybe you want to make a career transition. Really check out the show notes, really click through these links, see what applies to you and get on the path to taking it up a notch. All right. I will talk to you in the next episode. Hey there, so I hope you found this episode useful. I really thought it was important for me to just really break down the fact that it is possible to improve your skill set. It is possible to you know, achieve personal and professional development without going broke. It's a myth that you have to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in order to improve your skills. So I just wanted to break that down for you. Now, if you found this useful, if you've been listening to the Deeper Than Work podcast, you like what you're hearing, you've enjoyed this episode, then I would really appreciate it if you went over to iTunes and rate, reviewed, and subscribed to the podcast. This really helps me spread the message. This really helps other people find out about this podcast. So share with your friends, share with your family, anyone who you know that could benefit from the information that we talk about here at Deeper Than Work. And I would really, really appreciate it. All right. Also, don't forget to head on over to the show notes, your careergirl.com slash blog slash episode 26 to get access to all the links that I mentioned in today's episode. And again, don't forget, if you like what you hear, rate, review, and subscribe. All right, I'll talk to you later.